Hi, this is Larson Hicks, and welcome to my podcast, where I rant and rave about whatever it is I'm currently thinking about, and also occasionally bring in much smarter guests for longer conversations about topics they're passionate about. Thanks for joining me. Let's get into it. Hello, YouTube, and welcome again to my channel. It's great to be here. Happy uh, it's Thursday, and uh, it's Thursday, almost Thursday afternoon here in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, so real quick housekeeping. Um, I was looking at the analytics of this channel, this very small new channel, and I was surprised to see that like 70% of the views of uh, my videos so far have been by people who don't subscribe. And I'm like, dude, what's up with that? Uh, why wouldn't you subscribe to this channel? If you're watching it, if you're watching it right now, smash that that subscribe button. Why not? Um, I think the I think all that does is it just pops my videos into your feed whenever you get onto YouTube. So, yeah, do that. That'd be awesome. Thank you. Um, okay, so today's video I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, something I think is important um, with respect to work, and that, and that's the metaphor of family and how it's used in a business setting. So this may at first kind of seem a little contradictory with the things I was saying in my video yesterday about the household and slavery and, and employment and, and all of that. And I promise you it's not. Um, but, but, um, but just, just, just cruise with me here. Um, so the point I, I want to make is that I think the metaphor of family is a bad metaphor for businesses to use. And I actually think it's usually done with a with a degree at least subconsciously but probably on purpose of manipulation on behalf of the employer so what do i mean by that and again hear me yeah if you're an employer and you like to use the term hey we're a family here blah 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 i'm not saying you're evil and you're a bad person but i do think it's a bad i think it's a bad metaphor and you should stop um and here's here's why um a family you know my relationship to my kids um, is my love for them, my commitment to them is unconditional, right? Um, they'll always be my kids. I'll never, you know, th th there's nothing they can do that's gonna that's going to um, change that. And um, and that's not true of your employees, right? Um, the metaphor, um, and and I learned a lot of this in uh, the book The Alliance by the guys whose names I can't remember, but they they started LinkedIn. It's a great book, by the way, um, and I'll talk a little bit more about it. Um, but they argue that the better metaphor is uh, one of a sports team, right? And if you think about that, a professional sports team, um, it's not that there's not camaraderie. It's not that there's not affection and and uh, and, and even love, you know, for for your your teammates. Um, but there is also an understanding that hey, this is still a this is still a performance based environment. And, and if you're doing a great job and it's a great fit, you're probably going to be here for a long time. Uh, you're going to be a legacy quarterback or whatever. Right. But at the end of the day, um, the team has its goals and it's, and, um, and if you're not carrying your weight, we're going to have to, um, we're going to have to let you go. Right. And it, it's not personal necessarily. Um, but this is a sports team, right. And we've got a, we've got to, uh, we've got a, we're here to win games. Right. And so, and so I think, I think that's a, it's a, that's a much better metaphor for what we're doing in, in a work environment and an employee employer kind of relationship. And, you know, one of the, one of the ways, 
one of the reasons places where I see this, this, this metaphor break down is, you know, um, how many of you work at a company where, you know, like where, where the, where the employer, the managers, they talk about a family, we all love each other and, you know, we all got each other's back and welcome to the family. It's good to have you part of the fill in the blank company family. Um, but, but how, but, but you and I both know that when the right time comes, when somebody makes a big enough offer, they're going to sell the company, you know, um, and to a new, to a new company that's going to, um, take over. And, and we know that that company, when they buy the, your company, um, is probably going to look for ways to consolidate, right. Uh, to, to find inefficiencies in the business and make it run more efficiently, which probably is going to lead to layoffs. Right. And, and that doesn't happen in a family, right? I mean, it's not like as a dad, I'm low key, you know, looking for another guy to come over and like, and like buy me out and take over my family. Right. And, and take over parenting my kids. Like that's not happening. Um, and so, and so it's really not a good metaphor for, for, uh, for work. Um, but I'll say, you know, where I think this ties in with the the discussion about the household and it's something that that there's a lot more to talk about and I'm not going to get to it today. But but um, I will say that the, the reason why I think it's it, there's some some degree of of nefarious uh, intent uh, behind using the term family uh, when, when bosses use the term family to their employees is, is I think, um, I think corporations and companies are really false households, right? They're false families. Um, they, they want, they, they actually, what they'd really like <clears throat> really is to become your family and, and, and it's a perverted sort of thing because they're reducing family to, to things that, that, uh, that they can actually do. Um, like you see employ you see a lot of, it's really common now for for companies to uh, to have meal plans, you know, and like we, we pay for your lunch and you can just have lunch here and uh, and we've got all your entertainment. You can relax here. We've got ping pong tables and foosball tables and and uh, and so like really, you know, everything you want and need is here at the at the office. And the problem is that like, <clears throat> again, they're not your family. Um, what they really want is for you to like never leave and to and to. And for you to treat them like your family, to for you as an employee to have the kind of loyalty to to the company that you do to your family, but but it's not a two way street, right? It's it it's not. They're gonna fire you if you're not doing your job. <clears throat> they're going to um, sell the company if if there's a better op- if there's an opportunity for them to to do that, um, the right opportunity. Um, and and the truth is is that you know look we should all treat uh, this relationship like a sports team you know I'm gonna be here for as long as it makes sense for me and my my family to to make sense to to be here as long as I'm growing and I'm learning and I'm developing new skills and I'm getting something valuable out of this relationship and it's moving me in my career forward then I'm gonna I'm gonna be here and let's let's make sure that happens. Um, and the same, in the same token, if I stop being valuable to the company, if I stop adding value, I know that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get fired. You know, that's, that's the way it should work. Right. Um, so just to, to, to bring it back to the, the book, the Alliance, the thing that he talks about, they talk about is, um, this idea of like 
tours of duty, which I think is really cool. So trying to kind of structure your relationship with your company less as a, like a, a permanent long-term contract, which is funny. I'm in like the staffing industry and, 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 uh, and there's like a difference between per diem, part-time, you know, uh, locum tenens, doctors and permanent placement. Right. And the funny thing is the word permanent. Cause you know, I know permanent placement recruiters who have permanently placed the same doctor in five different places. Right. Um, which is just, it's just funny. Um, but, but yeah, the, the idea of like a, a tour of duty, like I'm here at this company right now because I'm trying to get from here in my career to here. I want to get from here to here, right? I want to develop these skills. I want to take on these new challenges. I want to get this new training, etc. And, and the company is here and they're trying to get here. They want to grow. They want to, they want to grow their team or they want to increase their sales or improve their marketing program or whatever it is. How can we partner with each other to both move each other further along towards our, our goals? And right now there's an, there's an alliance, there's an opportunity for, for us to define a tour of duty, um, that, that accomplishes a lot for both of us has kind of clear, but kind of has a clear purpose and, 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 um, and endpoint. Um, I don't think obviously that most of us can go back and like renegotiate our employment contract to, to work that way. But, but I do think that we can, we can as employers and employees be just more honest with each other about that and try to initiate more conversations around, Hey, this is where I want to get in my career. Um, and I think I can get there here and I think it will be mutually beneficial for me and the company because I think I can help the company get to here. Is that something that you guys are interested in? Or do you guys just want me to stay in this like spot that I'm, I'm in now and never leave and never cause any problems and never want more, <clears throat> you know, that's, that'll be an interesting conversation, right? For a lot of people. And, you know, there's some people who aren't at all ambitious and are not trying to grow and expand in their career. And there's nothing, I don't want to, I don't want to say that that's a bad thing necessarily. There's, there's, there's something admirable to be just content with your job. But, um, I, I think most people, especially early in their career should be looking to grow and to obtain more skills and experience. And so a job is a great way to do that. But, uh, in my experience, it's hard for companies over a long period of time to keep for that alliance to keep being mutually beneficial. It's like you're trying to go here and the company's trying to go here and you sort of cross paths. And it usually over the course of two or three years, there can be a really great alignment, but there, there comes a point where the company wants to keep going this way and it, and, and, and your goals don't really align and it's kind of hard to keep you on and keep you moving forward towards your goals um, and stay there at the same time. It's hard for companies, you know, and this is frustrating, I think, for a lot of employees to see people hired in above them, you know, in jobs that they were hoping they'd get promoted into. And I get it. It, it can be offensive, especially if they've been told that they're a family member and, and like that, that whole metaphor of like our loyal, our mutual loyalty that starts to feel like betrayal, you know, when, when you see that happen. Um, and again, this is why I think it's important not to, 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 to talk about the relationship that way. Um, because the, the reality is that, you know, when you've got an employee in a spot where they're really good and they're 
adding a lot of value and they're good at their job, um, it's a bigger risk to a break the machine and move that person into a new spot um, that you're not sure they're going to be good at. And then also hire somebody to fill backfill their spot that you're also not sure is going to be, is going to be as good as they were. So it's a big ask for an employee to say, I want you to do that. I want you to take a risk on me in this new job and take a risk on hiring somebody else when they can leave you where you are and where you're good and they can, and they can just take a risk on one, one position. Right. And so I think that's the, that's the difficult decision that, that, that a lot of companies find themselves in. And, um, and I think that the outworkings of that, uh, result in a lot of employees feeling like they've been betrayed or lied to or misled. Uh, when I think, you know, this is just the nature of business. And if you weren't, if you weren't allowing yourself to be sort of lulled into thinking that this is a family and that this is a, you know, putting more stock in this relationship than you ought, um, or just treating in a way that you ought not to, um, then I think you wouldn't set yourself up for that kind of heartache. So there's my pitch. Uh, there's my thoughts on, on the Alliance and, uh, tours of duty and the metaphor of sports in business versus the metaphor of family. Um, there's a lot of other stuff probably to talk about, uh, rabbit trails, but let me know what you think. Have you guys experienced this? Have you had this, this, uh, experience in work where you thought that, uh, you know, there was this mutual loyalty or there was this commitment from the business, you know, how many employees, uh, employers, you know, talk about, you know, we want to promote from within and we want to grow our, our employees and all that stuff. And, and it's like really disappointing to find out later that that's not, that's just hard to do. And they're not really committed to that. Um, so anyway, I'd love to hear what you guys think about it. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you, uh, maybe tomorrow. Cheers. <laughs>